You're listening to Please Save Me. Please Save Me is the official recap podcast of Chicago Heroes, network TV's number one drama. Chicago Heroes is definitely a real TV show, but you won't find it in any TV guide. And if you don't watch it, that's that's your problem. Hey, Sarah, what are you doing? I'm checking your email. You're checking my email? Yeah. Um, I'm not really so... <gasps> oh my God, Ben. I think we won something. What? I think we won something. Listen to this email. Dear Flores Benjamin, in all caps, congratulations. Your podcast has been selected out of thousands of podcasts around wait, wait, the wait, world. Wait, wait, part- hey, this is, this, this is my email. Let me read it. Fine. Dear Flores, comma, Benjamin. Congratulations. Your podcast has been selected out of thousands of podcasts around the world to participate in the fifth annual Art and Craft of Podcasting Convention and Awards Ceremony 2018. Holy crap. What happens when the top innovators in the most cutting edge medium come together with brilliant venture capitalists for a two day marathon of sprinting? Synergy. Nice. The 2018 FAAC PCAC, I'm just going to call it Fact Pack, takes place December, December 24 to 25, and we want to see you there. Nice. Each year, the best podcasts across the globe convene at the Sacramento Convention Center Complex in Sacramento, California, to network, record live episodes in front of thousands of audience members, meet huge podcast network executives and donors, and celebrate one of the most important art forms of this millennium, uh, I'll say. Last year, more than 200 podcasters and 3,000 podcast fans attended FACPCAC, and this year will be even bigger and better. Oh. There's no better chance to cultivate a broader audience, meet the rising stars of podcasting, and shake hands with the biggest names in the game. We'll also have silent auctions, raffles, and many other opportunities to win podcasting equipment and official FACPACAC swag. But you have to hurry to get your spot in our incredible lineup. Register now to get a discount on your two-day pass, giving you access to the convention and awards ceremony on December 25th. Oh my gosh. Okay. So how much does it cost? Okay. Here's the good stuff. It says early bird registration ends August 20th, $1,000 includes complimentary t-shirt. Okay. That was last week. Open registration, August 21st to October 31st, $1,250. Late registration, October 31st to November 30th, $1,500. We hope to see you there rubbing elbows and microphones. <laughs> with, with the top players in podcasting. Dude. Holy moly. Only $1,200? We got to do this. That's an amazing deal. That's Yeah, it's too good to be true almost. Sarah, what are you doing? My grandma gave me all these treasury bonds, and I'm just cashing them out. They don't mature for another, uh, like, 15 years or so, but uh, this is going to be worth it. Yeah, uh, worth it? You can say that again. We're going to Sacramento, baby. You've got to take a sign. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? It's watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. If you see me coming, you better run because I'm gonna lay the fuck down! Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. Smells like courage.
Just like the white-winged dove sings a song, sounds like she's singing. Who, who, who? Just like the white-winged dove sings a song, sounds like she's singing. Oh, baby, said oh. And the days go by like a strand in the wind. In the web that is my own, I begin again. Said to my friend, baby, nothing else mattered. He was no more than a baby then. Well, he seemed broken-hearted, something within him. But the moment that I first laid eyes on him all alone, on the edge of 17. And we are on the edge of 17, Hero Heads. This is the 17th episode of Please Save Me, the official recap podcast for television's number one show, Chicago Heroes. I am your host, Ben Flores, uh, and allow me to introduce my favorite co-host... That's me, Sarah Black. I'm on the edge of 30 and a half years old, and I am excited to be here today, ready to recap this amazing, amazing, groundbreaking episode. And what's especially funny is you were on, you were still on the edge of turning 30 when I started that introduction. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I've celebrated a full birthday and then had six months almost after that. Um, but hey, that's one of the greatest songs of our time. Yo Mama podcast introduction so long that every time you turn around, every time you finish the intro, uh, it's what? our birthday again each time you finish the introduction. Um, that'll be the kind of joke that our kids tell one day in the future. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, but I would agree with you, Sarah. This was a groundbreaking episode. Yeah. Real, really amazing stuff. Some amazing special effects, some amazing plot devices, some amazing um, acting. Um, and I can't imagine it's easy to do that all that acting when you don't have a lot of uh, space in which to do it. And I got to say, Ben, this may be my favorite episode so far. It's just so unexpected to me. Um, it, I mean, we've been taken out of this world. We've been taken through some of the most traumatic experiences. We've been on a reality TV show. There's so much we've already done, and yet this somehow tops them all, and I just don't know how they're going to continue to top it. The episode this in this episode they're all very little but the episode itself was larger than life um this show is like if dr seuss had kept writing the book oh the places you'll go uh and every week he added a new page with a new place that you would go yeah. um, that's really what is happening here uh, mm -hmm. instead of stopping at 20 or 21 pages or whatever he quit on um if he had kept going for it, he would have gotten to some, he could have barely even almost gotten to some of the places that this show has. Yeah. Gone. Theodore Geisel only wishes he could do this. Anyway, we have a really cool guest joining us this week. Um, I'm, I'm so excited. We, uh, she's kind of a gossip hound, kind of somebody who's in the know on the industry workings, especially related to Chicago heroes. And I mean, Ben, I don't know about you, but I am hungry, hungry, hungry for um, a little bit of gossip. I want to know what's going to happen with all these folks. I want to know what's happening behind the scenes and... Rumor River is churning uh, through the rumor mill and providing Chicago with all of its power, and uh, she's the one turning the crank. Yeah. Rumors. Also a song by uh, Fleawood Mac, um, who has, I've just received a cease and desist letter from. Um, you probably only received it from Stevie Nicks. She, nope. She got the whole crew to sign it. Um, <laughs> they got everyone to sign it. Um, Did Lindsey Buckingham sign it? Even though Lindsey Buckingham signed it with, um, he has some really intricate finger work. Uh, oh, I know. Through all the letters of his name in his signature. Um, yeah. It's just crazy that he signed it because he's been kicked out of the band, but... Okay. Well, she must really be angry about that intro. Yeah. Um, it's nice that he took a pit stop on Holiday Road to sign, to sign that 
season desist. Well, with no further ado, allow us to uh, introduce our uh, guest, uh, Galabout Town, uh, <laughs> Colleen oh Spellacy. Hello, thank you so much. Hi, Colleen. Uh, We're so excited to have I'm you. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I love you guys. I listen to you all the time. And um, and I have some hot goss. So so Colleen's a huge, huge fan of Chicago Heroes, just like yes. us, which makes you a perfect guest for us to have. Um, so let's just dive into it. Do you want to just start with like the first? Uh, I hope it's not a blind item. I hope we have all the names in all the places. But yes. OK, well, yeah. Well, first of all, I'll let you know. I am a construction worker, um, and I got placed on a new Everybody's got to have a side hustle okay. in this day and age. Y- yeah. Well, mine is my main. Mine's my main hustle that I work full time. Oh. Okay. We yeah. all work full time. Right. Cool. Yeah. Go yeah. on. Go on. Okay. Hit us with it. Um, and I were we got we have to tear tear down that children's hospital. Remember the old oh, busted one that yeah. they closed down because too many people were dying in it. Yeah. And um, and turns out that they might use the set um to film an episode of Chicago Heroes at the decrepit like falling apart children's hospital and um and I'm going to be there to to help so Awesome that's um that's cool That's not bad Wait you're going to be um, there to help film it or you're going to be um, there to Well for both I'm going to I'm going to be on the set I'm going to hopefully be there while they film it and uh and I think I, I'm going to try real hard to get there. Yeah. That's okay. That's, awesome. Yeah, no, that's yeah, a great, that's, that's, that's a great one to start off with. Yeah. That's um, a, that's like a nice, uh, an, an amuse bouche. I, my palate is wet and yeah. And now I'm a little bit less hungry, but also somehow a little bit more hungry for some <laughs> hot Chicago heroes gossip. So hit great. us with that uh, that second piece of hot gossip. Yeah. Let's um. Um. Okay. Yeah. So I I said so I was I was talking to the the guy who's always like cleaning up. His name um it's Ricky. Um. Okay. So he works with me, and he was like, um, what if what if um, you know, uh, what if like you are like there and then we let them know of all like the like ghosts that are going on and maybe we can let them know that there's ghosts at the hospital and maybe they'll put that on the episode so are okay are there ghosts are there ghosts in the hospital i i believe there are a lot of ghosts at the hospital yeah and i was hoping that maybe if i could like get a writer you know let them know that there are real ghosts that they could they could film the ghosts well, like maybe a ghost hunter situation, like maybe maybe Tay Diggs could go searching. So it's okay. exciting. Yeah, it would make it's sense exciting. For a it'd be to really go searching cool. for ghosts. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Colleen, I don't want to tell you um, your business, but um, okay. the writers on this show they really know what they're. Right. We have a lot of guests right. who come on, kind of thinking maybe if I go on the podcast, I can get like no that Sarah and Ben will give my idea for an episode to the writers of Chicago Heroes, but yeah. we don't. We don't want to assume that we know what the writer like. The yeah. writers know what they're doing. Yeah, I, yeah, totally. We would never totally. want to step on toes. Like, yeah, yeah, and we don't that's want to step not. On toes. Yeah, uh, there's, but there's so much more that's been being told and going around. So okay, just around the rumor mill. Awesome. Just around that rumor. Yeah, let's yeah. keep the rumor, rumor mill going, or else we're all gonna run out of electricity. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Um, I used to watch the sweet life so okay i'm gonna stop you right there okay. um colleen so 
So, okay. f- so it sounded like you ran out of Chicago Heroes gossip that's after two hospital-related items. Well, that's where I work. I thought you worked at a construction. That's that's where we're located right now. So it's both. Okay. Okay. So the hospital's kind of like your client, and and we're there to tear it down. Okay. Okay. Hey, Sarah. Yeah. I think this is sort of a real um, life life gives you lemons kind of a situation right here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess let's just ask her about the ghosts. Yeah, I'm fine talking about ghosts. Oh, and Ben, to be fair, she's a huge fan of the show, so it's like she's gonna know what's going on. That's more than we can say for about a half of our guests. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, Colin, you didn't hear that. Um, <laughs> so, so tell us about these ghosts. You got uh, a haunting is a foot, or oh my god, there are ghosts. All over this fucking hospital, okay? Let me tell you, okay? There's, it's, it was a children's hospital, so a lot of sick people coming in and out of that place. Yeah. And, uh, and one time, Pretty one time I hospital was, stuff. Uh, yeah. People coming in and but out. Especially at a children's hospital, a lot of sick people coming in and out of there. Yeah. yeah. Especially that one. And, um, and one time I was, uh, on the excavator and I started tearing down and I look up and there was a green glowing light from the third floor. And, um, and we, uh, look up and there are like two, uh, two to like maybe five orbs of light, um, flowing and then they disappear into the, into the, into the building. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? I can. I personally, I can because I went on a uh, walking ghost tour. Oh my uh, god! One time, and yeah. uh, our host uh, Ricardo, he had us use our digital. We had to bring a digital camera on the tour and then take pictures at haunted sites. And then he would show if there was an orb in our picture, he would tell us that there had been a haunting. He would show us. He would say there was a haunting here, and then about half of us orbs would show up in our cameras. And at each site, he would say that's a. That's a ghost. ghost. That's a did proof. He, That's did a ghost. Did he supply the cameras though? No. No, you we had to bring had to our bring own camera. Own? We brought wow. our own camera. That's nice. And there were, he told us there would be orbs in the pictures and there were orbs. Um, I believe what you said because I watched Long Island Medium. Yeah. So that's really where I'm coming from. That's my POV. That's kind of an intro. That's kind of a self-contradictory name, isn't it? The Long Island Medium. Uh, <laughs> you'd think that they would just call it Medium Island. So have you ever personally had an encounter, Colleen? A spiritual have you touched encounter? A ghost? Has a ghost touched you? Um, not at the hospital right now, but when I was younger, definitely, yeah. My grandma died in my house, so uh, I used to see her all the time, and she would show up and, you know, do... Uh, before just, she died or uh, after? Um, um, after she died, she would show up. Well, she was living there before, so she would show up there, too. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then, um, but after she died, she would show up, and then she would, like, just, like, I don't know... Pull pranks, do little goofs, you know, like trick us all. Um, like open the fridge and leave it open, and, and then disappear, or like you know, climb, you know, climb into bed with me at night and be like, "Gotcha," and like disappear. It was so, <laughs> it was like a goof. Yeah, classic goofs. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it sounds like a pretty good gag, and um, there were a lot of those on the episode tonight. Um, yes, which yeah. wasn't. I mean, it was. This was a little bit more of a like sci-fi. I was just. I yeah. I was so happy it went sci-fi. Yeah, you know? that's interesting because I would have thought that you would be more of a fantasy head, uh, given the, all the ghost stuff. But so you're into sci-fi. Yeah. Oh, cool. Can I be into? I'm into both. I guess. Yeah. I mean, traditionally, it's kind of it's one or the other. We all know about the ongoing kind of sci-fi fantasy wars. Yeah. Um, that happen. Um, 
on online and yeah in reddit in reddit in the streets in the sheets just wherever um but uh, i'm i guess there's a i'm a harry forward. potter in the streets and a game of thrones in the sheets two fantasy you know what um, actually novels <laughs> now that i think about the context of game of thrones i want to take it back i am not a game of thrones in the sheet i'm um i'm hp lovecraft <laughs> in the sheets wait and those are all would, fantasy yeah Fuck. a point that i made mere moments ago uh <laughs> 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 Fuck. um and listeners, if you would like to have an otherworldly sexual experience, please go to www.thelovecraft.com uh, and that and you can use uh, offer code Bustin uh, makes me feel good. Bustin makes me feel good uh, to get a special 15% off of your booked voyage on The Lovecraft, which is a pleasure cruise uh, that leaves from uh, the Massachusetts River and sails all out around Cape Cod. And it's a Lovecraftian kind of themed. Um, it's creepy. I don't know why anyone would ever want to do it. It's kind of sick and twisted, but um, hopefully we have a broad enough listener base at this point that some of you fit the demo. In any case, uh, we were going to start talking about this episode, which was uh, not, it wasn't fantasy, it was sci-fi. Um, it was pretty grounded in science. Um, but it was also pretty fantastical, if I do say so. Yeah. Otherworldly, really. Other wor- uh, I mean, it took place in this world, but it, some things happened that probably should take place only on another world. Yeah, you might, I might say that it was kind of... Well, not. I was gonna say innerworldly, but Ooh. even it, more like um, smaller worldly. Yeah, <laughs> tiny worldly. Tiny worldly to kind of play on words. Little yeah. worldly. Yeah, short worldly. If we're talking like long, medium, short, like we were talking about Long Island earlier, this would be Short Island. So this was an interesting one where um, we. This was another one of those episodes where we open on a character we hadn't seen before. Yes. Um, Which is always a little bit exciting and a little bit mysterious. Colleen, you're kind of, you're kind of the, um, the above average viewer of this show. You're kind of a hero head. Come on. She's a huge hero head. When you get that iconic opening Chicago heroes shot of the person from the world of the heroes that we haven't seen before. What's going through your head? I mean, what are you thinking about? Oh God, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm sip, I'm sipping on my evening tea (laughs) and I'm freaking out and I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe this is a person that's going to die right away. Mm, Um, That's always a safe assumption. Or it's going to be a person that is just going to change everything. And last night, he didn't it, die. He didn't die. He changed didn't die. Everything. He changed everything. Yeah. We and opened up on, um, I knew right away looking at this guy, he had glasses on. He, I was like, this guy's a nerd. We got a geek. Um, yeah. And because uh, well, all the signs were there. Geek and nerd are a little, they're different. Well, this guy was checking all the boxes. Wait, I'm, why are they different? Well, like, like nerds wear glasses and read books. Geeks wear their pants high and can't socialize. Oh, and have pimples. You're right. Yeah. Well, this guy was alone, but he had glasses. So I guess I got confused. But you're, but, but he his was, pants were ho- pulled up way, way high. Yeah. That, they were pulled up way, way high, but he also had a really long torso. So it was sort of, it was like they were up really high, but also I was just So was like, his torso. So was his torso. So, <laughs> it was, so it was almost like his pants were pulled up hot, really high and he was sagging at the same time. Yeah. 
I feel like he had ha- his shirt was half tucked in. Did you notice that? Yeah. One tuck in, one tuck out. That's disheveled. I, I guess that's yeah. geek. Yeah, and that's interesting because if it's one tuck in, one tuck out, but you're good looking, then that's stylish. That's Which stylish. is chic. Yeah. It's chic. Uh, <laughs> but he was not good looking. Not chic. He's a geek. Then well, that's the mnemonic that uh, I should have remembered. Yes. Yeah. If it's not chic, he's got to be a geek. So anyway, I call him a nerd. Um, uh, but he's also sh- a nerd because he had glasses. Yeah. Well, short story long, uh, this guy was at home and he was uh, brewing beer. Which is also a sign that he's a nerd. See, now I would have thought that that would have made him a, a dad tinkerer. We Did we know he's a dad? No, but, brew- but home brewing beer, I would have thought that guy's a dad there were mixed messages here i just thought that liking beer made you a nerd and he said as he was pouring it into the growler he said this is these are triple citra hops um and uh this is gonna first be first words of the episode yeah <laughs> yeah the first words of the episode he's like this is gonna be nine point one abv well you're leaving out he said if my calculations are correct <laughs> right right because yes. he's a nerd um so i feel like it's kind of weird how nerds are always saying if my calculations are correct it's like well aren't you the genius don't you know that your calculations yeah. where's, are where's this if coming from <laughs> don't you and know you no know what's interesting he might be a dad because my dad always says according to my calculations before he says something totally devastating to anybody else in his family oh. Oh. like according to my calculations you're my least favorite of my offspring yeah yeah so, i mean you probably never heard it like yeah that, something no yeah something like that like be that. close Anyway, um, it was kind of, uh, it was, I was kind of like, who is this guy? Right? Like, okay, we got beer brewer, 9.8%. Who's this freak? Who's this nerd? Who's this geek? Who's this dad? Also, why are we getting so much information about the alcohol? That has to be important. I, well, yeah. And I think, I mean, it sounded so tasty. It sounded so hoppy and bitter and so good. And I was like, oh my God, he's going to make a killing selling this beer. He's going to become like... Uh, he's going to open up his own local craft brewery and that's going to be where people go on their first dates all the time and they're going to let dogs in or something. I don't know. I I, I know. I, I had my wheels turning. I was thinking maybe he's going to become the beer king of Chicago Yeah. and we're going to have a yeah. beer price fixing scheme kind of an episode. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. But it, that's not the direction it went. No, not at <laughs> no. all. Um, and I guess I should have known from all the science-y kind of stuff that... that there was some real weird science happening for sure um weird then science things got uh, yeah. yeah and uh he was listening to the soundtrack to weird science while he was doing it too which could also have been a telltale sign that he was not a normie yeah for sure yeah but still we were like i mean we were all probably thinking the same thing who is this guy who is this guy and we panned over to his um, laptop computer where the music was playing from. And he, when he paused the music, we saw an open uh, browser tab that was his work email. And it said uh, Chicago Crime Scene Investigative Department uh, internal email. Yeah. And I was like, that, I was like, that's who he is. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then when you see him um, kind of closing up the growler of beer, he has gloves on and they've got blood on them. So then you kind of put this mm-hmm. all together yeah. and you're like, he's a forensics guy. Like that's his thing. 
yeah, I was still thinking at that point when I saw the blood that he was. I was, I was still thinking. I was like, oh, maybe he's a murderer. Yeah, but I thought, I thought killer for sure. Okay, well, my mind almost for sure. But you're so right. Forensics because he looked too, he looked too nice to kill somebody. I guess uh, maybe I'm just too trusting. That's a little bit like Dexter. Got to be careful. Oh, you got to yeah. be careful with your stereotypes. And I actually, that's true. I actually was doing a little bit of digging online after this, and I. I saw that for this character, that actually was where Dexter got the inspiration for Dexter was from the early writings of like from the, the characters for this show when they had some of the character types drawn up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the deck of cards. Yeah. The Dexter kind of stole. Oh, yeah. So we might see some big lawsuit news kind of coming. Ooh, and there's I, some gossip okay, for you, that's Colleen. Okay. All right. That's I'll figure I'll get to the to. bottom of that. I'll get to the bottom of that. And when the dominoes <laughs> fall, they fall one by one. So yeah. um, I think we might find out that a whole lot of the intellectual property that we know and love has cribbed liberally from the greatest show on television. Yeah. And I just want to say real quick that um, it was so nice to see John Cena play a role that was like so far away from what he normally plays on television and movies. It was just nice to see him put on a pair of glasses that were taped in the middle and um, kind of have those pants pulled up way high and for him to like kind of adopt a kind of weird voice to be like, according to my calculations. So it was really nice to just see him kind of break out of the mold. And I don't think a lot of other shows would have given them that opportunity but um chicago heroes sure did and uh i think the risk was worth the reward when you see somebody come out of the world of professional wrestling you wonder are they willing to go the extra mile Mm -hmm. in terms of their acting craft Mm -hmm. and john cena uh, none could dispute that he lengthened his torso for this role no you can't dispute it no he looks i kind of liked him this way I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I like him any anyway. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I was hot and I was bothered, even though it was kind of my brain was f- like kind of misfiring because I was like, this guy's a this guy's like a nerd, a geek, a freak, a weirdo, but he's also so sexy, so hot, so buff, so tough. And yeah. I was like, I don't know what to think. I yeah. knew what to think, and it was, I want more. But guess what? <laughs> We uh, don't see him for a little bit. Cause... No, no, because in the next scene, I mean, he just, uh, he basically, we see him kind of whistling while he walks into work, puts his uh, growler of beer in the fridge, and then goes off to the lab to, um, he says, he says, I have to get back to my samples. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he said yeah. that, I thought maybe we were going to get to see his samples, but I, but I guess uh, it was just, just one of those. walked off to the scene and... <laughs> See you later, Cena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cena later. And I think he walked right off the set because he walked straight off. Like he walked basically straight, straight towards to the, the camera. camera. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you can kind of see the camera guy like kind of just dodged out of the way at the last second. <laughs> yeah. That camera kind of swerved out uh, away from him. Must have been from his wrestling days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That guy can play to camera. Uh, so um, he leaves the beer um, in the fridge and uh, can I talk about wrestling real quick? Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, in college, my friends used to had a nickname for me. It was the Undertaker because when I would get out of the shower, my hair would always be in front of my face, and my uh, makeup was all over my face, and it kind of hurt my feelings. And um, I hadn't really thought about it until you guys said John Cena until now. So I just wanted to get that out and let everybody know that it did hurt my feelings. So, do you think that the people who called you that listen to this podcast? I don't. I. I hope so. I don't think they do. 
I don't think they even watch Chicago Heroes. They're <laughs> idiots. Do you, do you think that that has affected how you feel about yourself like today? Yes, majorly. Um, being told as a 19-year-old girl that you look like a scary wrestler named The Undertaker yeah. definitely messed with my brain. That was already beating itself up, you know? Yeah, yeah. 19's hard. Yeah. 19's so hard. So are you? Af- is that why you're afraid to shower now? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't showered. I would, oh God, going on 13 years. Wow. But so. your eye makeup looks so good. Really? It's yeah. just been caked on. <laughs> it looks so good. Thank you. I appreciate it. I thought that you just still had, um, I thought you had just come off the construction site. So... I it uh, so I just figured it was construction type of stuff, um, and I no, didn't give it a second thought. No, that's um that's a smoky eyeshadow that I put on every morning, <laughs> on top really of nice. yesterday's. Yeah, really nice. thank you. Mm-hmm. I yeah, and I now that you turn your face sideways, I really can see it because of how the smoky eye is. There's a good six, seven, eight inches of it. Yeah, thank you. But when you're looking you straight on, it looks it doesn't it looks like dirt. No, I was gonna say it just looks normal. It just um, looks 2D, you know. But then when you turn, there's that 3D oh. kind of. It looks like <laughs> yeah. Pinocchio's mm-hmm. nose. Yeah, yeah. It looks y- great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Gosh, I really hope that getting that off your chest was helpful. It was. I I appreciate you guys for letting me take that time. <laughs> sure, that's what the podcast is for. Listeners, you've been listening to Chicago Healers, uh, and heroes don't just hurt heroes also heal uh and if you need healing call in to chicago healers uh any time and, and we're use waiting. offer code busted makes me feel good to jump to talk to an operator and we're waiting for you to bust right out of your loneliness into a new friendship we want to be your friends Thank you for sharing that, Colleen. Um, Thank you for letting me. I want to throw this next thing your way, too. So we've got at the crux of this episode the beer growler of this forensic guy's special beer gets left in the communal fridge at Hero Headquarters. Yeah. And all the rest of the heroes, they come in on their lunch break celebrating a big drug bust that they made, and they... What they do next is they crack open that growler and they... Uh, We see a little foreshadowing before that happens. Um, And that is probably important for understanding the context of what happens next. Yes, exactly. So, And I think the foreshadowing, not only is it good context to have, but it's so cute. So he leaves it in the fridge and there's like a little kind of like puddle from him pouring it into the growler right beneath the fridge and the hero house dog runs up and laps it up a little bit. And then we see zip. And all of a sudden the dog is little and I am not talking. It's a puppy. Again, I am saying the dog is itsy bitsy tiny. It has been shrunk. Honey, we shrunk the doggy. Yeah. I mean, this dog is, if you're trying to get a picture, this is tiny Matt Damon dog. It is very small and like it's science fictiony small. Yeah, yeah. Um, and before we get to the big plot twist, Ben, do you want to say the name of this episode? 
Yeah. Um, well, I'm I'm actually going to wait for one moment, um, just as you, uh, because I want to send this question to uh, Colleen that I was almost done with. And, um, <laughs> but, but, but our listeners did need that extra context to understand it. So, you know, Colleen. Yes. You are at your work site. Uh, yes. Does it ever happen that someone leaves their beer or their food or whatever out in the communal fridge and other people take that food? They drink that food. They... Um, yeah, that is exact. When I saw that scene, that is exactly what I was saying. I was like, you deserve it. <laughs> Cause you don't, you don't take other people's food. You leave it in there. Yeah, I agree. You shouldn't take other people's Especially food. Especially alcohol. That's, that's kind that's of a number expensive. one no, number one uh, no go. Yeah, yeah. And they were also on the job, which is yeah. I mean, yeah. Why are you drinking on the job? Yeah, heroes? yeah. I get you're celebrating, but you don't do it at your office. You know, in the morning time. Yeah, I don't um, know about that. I mean, you make a big drug bust. You you put away the criminals for a long, long time. Yeah, you, you but, wanna... and their shifts are different than ours. You have to remember too. Like some of them work during the nights, so then like the daytime is their nighttime. Yeah, yeah. My sister, I have an overnight nurse in my family. Yeah, oh, that's yeah? true. Yeah, she gets drunk at seven a.m. every Who morning. Who is she in your family? Oh, it's my daughter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does she, she ever steal the food out of your fridge? Um. Uh, all the time, but you know, I'm her mother, so hmm. I can provide. <laughs> yeah. If she's not, if she's not stealing it, you're still paying for it one yeah. way or another. Exactly. Oh my God. Molly. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. A cute name. She's cute. It's kind of a moot point though. I mean, because they did all clink glasses and then they said, you know, here's to a successful big drug bust. And, hmm. and then there are those writers again. <laughs> yeah, oh, just killing it. Exactly. Cause yeah, it, cause, what I, cause I was wondering to myself, why are they drinking this beer at work in the communal lunchroom? I need, yeah. I needed to know. And they told us. Here's to that big old drug bust. And then one of them says, uh, it was, um, I think it was Tay Diggs. He says, and here's to a successful rest of our work day. So it was kind of was like, okay, well, there goes that job, excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, where you come from in your neighborhood, Colleen? Yeah. Uh, if you're gonna eat someone else's food, drink someone else's uh, food. Food. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get what you get. Oh yes, very much so. Well, and they got what they got. Yeah. yeah. Which is shrunk big time. You Just got like shrunk. <laughs> you got shrunk. <laughs> and that was uh, that's that was the catchphrase from the, the, where the episode did that big splash page of like it went to commercial and it was like. Blow! You got shrunk in kind of a Nickelodeon font. Yeah, uh, up yeah. on the screen, um, which I kind of like. Down from the top of the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was good. <laughs> it was one of those moments of levity that they're so good at in this show because yeah. I was because I was worried. Yeah, I got I, so yeah. nervous when I saw that they got shrunk because I was like, they're never gonna get big again. They're never gonna get big again. They're not gonna be able to use uh, big boy and girl uh, toilets. <laughs> yeah, that would be my <laughs> biggest concern if I were shrunk. <laughs> is where do I go pee pee and poo poo? They're not gonna be able to drive a car without stacking themselves into some kind of a human Voltron to operate the pedals and the yeah. steering yeah. wheel. It'd probably even take him a day to go walk to the garage and get in the car. And this is ah. what we were thinking. And we paused our uh, episodes. I would be thinking, how do I how do I spill that beer onto a car? 
Oh, and make the car tiny. Yeah. How to make the car drink the beer. Oh, yes. Yeah. Put it into the gas engine. Yeah. And see, you are actually, Colleen, I'm so glad that we have you here because I think you're a savvier viewer than... Most. Most. Um, if and not I was, all. If not all, uh, including us. Yeah. I mean, because Thank a you. lot of times I feel like you know, this show is playing 3D chess and Sarah and I are playing 2D chess. Yeah, just like my eyes. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's, maybe you are able to see deeper because your eyes are closer to <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah, they're like little tunnels. <laughs> yeah, like if tunnels were convex instead of convex. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the, um, and if you would like a free tickets uh if you'd like 15 free tickets to the upcoming uh horror thriller the tunnels have eyes uh go ahead and go to uh convextunnel.com uh and use uh promo code uh, scare me daddy, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway back to the episode so yeah um colleen our heroes are in peril um and like your mind is totally going in the right direction of it's like immediately the wheels start turning of like, how do we get out of this? And how do we, uh, yeah. How do we live our lives now that we're all tiny? And I think a lot of it is, you know, not wanting to admit that you're tiny now. Colton and Dylan were the first to kind of say, let's all screw our heads on right here. Yeah. And make the most of the situation that we are in. Yes. Yep. Thank God they did, because everybody was freaking out. Everybody was running around screaming their tiny little screams, um, Which, trying to get the attention of anybody in the lunchroom. And yeah, nobody, and nobody could hear it. Could nobody hear it. it. Yeah, it's like a only a dog could probably hear it. But guess what? Dog's tiny too. Dog is tiny. And yeah, and we really got the point hammered home. Nobody could hear it yeah. because we had basically everyone in hero headquarters come in and take their lunch break right then. Yeah. And the, our heroes were ducking and diving and dodging to get around their feet. Yeah. And it was kind of funny. I mean, a little, uh, again, we love these moments of levity on Chicago heroes, but it was really funny when somebody took out an egg salad sandwich and all the heroes kind of go, Oh, yeah. It smells so bad. Smelly. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, it smells a thousand times worse when you're, uh, small yeah because it's so giant that it is and the smell waves are so big uh. in comparison and yeah. and so they thought like well you know maybe if we maybe if we small small tiny vomit enough one of the big people will smell that and they will know <laughs> that we're down here yeah or maybe the pile will just get big enough that somebody will be like hey where is this pile of vomit coming from well newsflash they tried it and it <laughs> did yeah. not work not so. enough vom in their tummies and then the worst part is they all got hungry because their tummies were empty. Well, and but that was what led them to actually eventually um, finding their way out of the uh, cafeteria room, yeah. the lunchroom, which was they followed a trail of literal breadcrumbs. Yeah, uh, yeah. And Dylan and Cole were like, "Everybody, chill out." Yeah, they've had they had to say that. Uh, God, I lost count how many times they had to say that. Yeah. Like, everybody calm down. Everybody gets your head screwed on straight. Everybody take a chill pill, like, all that stuff. Yeah. And they had to say it so many times because, I mean, I don't know. I've never been in that situation. I've never been shrunk down really tiny, but I imagine that I would be freaking out. Well, I think that, you know, they did the thing that you've got to do if you find yourself in 
an unfamiliar, scary situation, which is find some kind of a touchstone, an analogy, something that will help you solve the problem. They were like, has everybody here read Hansel and Gretel? And everyone was like, uh, yeah, we read Hansel and Gretel, Colton and Dylan. And they were like, how did they get out of the forest? They followed the breadcrumbs. Uh, and everyone kind of smacked their heads and they were like, follow the breadcrumbs. Yeah, I like that in unison. It sounded yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then follow the breadcrumbs. Bread I was and saying it after saying it while they were following them. Like each yeah. time they found a new breadcrumb, they'd say, "Follow, follow the breadcrumbs." And then finally, uh, they got to uh, somebody's. They got to what looked to be an <laughs> impassable wall, right? And they yeah. look yeah. up, and what is it? It's a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we get the camera zoom out, and we that's see. what I almost cried. I was like, they found food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they some did idiot it. left their sandwich out. Yeah, exactly. And and uh, now this is the time where it's okay to steal food. Well, and uh, and they're lucky that someone did steal it because another guy comes in and he says, "Oh, that dopey, that dopey idiot." Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Brian left uh, his Brian. sandwich out again. Well, joke's on him. I'm going to take it back to my desk and eat it. And so all the heroes grabbed onto the side of it. <laughs> yeah. And they, they were doing a Tom. Don't chill out, everybody. <laughs> you say, chill out, chill out. Chill and they were like, bros, we're chill. We're chill. And they're like, if you were chill, you wouldn't be yelling. And I love how it's playing that, um, that kind of like surf. Surfer music, like dong 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 which was the big splash that it uh that came up on the screen where it did wipe out in Nickelodeon font and there's a big splash of water that almost practically seemed like it came out of the TV. I wish I was wearing the 3D glasses when I was watching this one, but they didn't give me any warning. And I thought it was weird that they said wipe out when it was a near wipeout and the heroes actually hanged on. To the sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad they hanged on. And they hanged 10. They Oh, they did. It was kind of oh, funny yeah. how like, okay, I was like, you guys are barely almost alive. Now you're doing tricks? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, is hanging 10 a trick? I thought it was just surfing. No, cool. hanging 10 is where you put all your toes at the end of the surfboard. And that's not and just how you normally out. surf? No, you surf feet flat in the middle of the board hanging 10 is going all the way to the front like a little tootsies fall off the surfboard do you go surfing with your family uh no i just watch a lot of youtube videos of it okay with my family oh that's fun and hang 10 is one of the few uh ableist trick names um that we've is kind of a scourge that we've been trying to get rid of and who's we uh just the um the community of people who are advocate for greater inclusivity in extreme sports. Yeah, a lot of a lot of YouTube videos will have it at the end. Like, please stop saying hang ten as just that's a trick. Remember know? that some people can hang seven, and yeah. that's just as good as hanging ten. Yeah. Some people can hang. I think that'd be even harder. Thirteen, which is even more incredible. Well, that seems easier. Fair, fair point. Totally fair. Yeah. Anyway, it was kind of weird that we talked about surfing so much because um, there was no, because uh, there was no surfing in this episode. Um, they were doing tricks, but uh, they were they were very adamant. Like Colton and Dylan were both very adamant that they were like, "We're inventing a whole new sport." Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, 
yeah. So they got to that. Uh, they got to that guy's that kind of no name office guy's desk. Yeah, he's kind of oh, always in the background. Fun, yeah. yeah. Here's a funny yeah. thing. You said he was no name, but he had a nameplate on his desk, and it was kind of blurry. But if you saw, <gasps> oh, it, I missed it. His name was Hank Ten. <laughs> That's that. that. That's the detail I'm looking for in a TV show. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Whoever thought it. of it and put it in there, that's pretty funny. That is yeah. the kind of thing that makes me wish I could record these episodes. And um, at the end of every episode, I basically say to myself, so nice. I wish I could have watched it twice. Yeah. Uh, I thought you meant you weren't recording this episode of the podcast and I got a little bit nervous. As far as I know, we've been recording this whole time. Wow. Uh, Wouldn't... Put it past me for that not to be true. (laughs) Yeah, wouldn't put it past you for that not to be true. Uh, Well, in any case, um, this was one of those, kind of like with what we were hoping you would do with the gossip at the beginning of, you know, start it off strong and then kick it up a notch. Yeah. But this episode actually did it. It really kicked it up a notch. Yeah. Yes. It was kind of like, well, the whole problem isn't just how our heroes are going to get big again, which would have been, for me, enough of an episode of television to satisfy. Yeah, but that's not the Chicago heroes' way. It's twist after turn after turn after twist. I Can I say my favorite part? Yes. Okay. I really loved it when they realized that Selena, uh, Serena's character, like that she was... Um, undercover dressed as a cowboy and they noticed that she had all the rope on her and that they could now get around a little bit more quickly, yes. a little bit faster. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, your clothes also shrunk. You have all these tools on you. Yeah, It yeah. was fun to see them. Well, and like swinging across the, the screen like Tarzan and like beating their chests, just yeah. like having a little fun with it. As having a little fun? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like just as long as we're down here, why don't we Why don't we swing around like Tarzan a little bit? And this was one of those moments where it was in the hands of lesser showrunners. It would be a little too mm-hmm. on the nose to use an all Phil Collins soundtrack during that part. But it was honestly <laughs> beautiful. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous there, there's the second time i almost cried <laughs> and yeah but uh, it was also one of those things where it was like well the way they made it not so on the nose was they just used the drum break from in the air tonight yeah um looped so it was just like boom 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 and the whole time i was waiting i was like god when is he gonna say i can feel it coming in the air tonight but nope he never did no he didn't and that was but he's still the better lead singer of genesis and there are those who agree with you so (laughs) it was kind of one of those things where like once everything clicked into place everything started clicking into place Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. okay serena's got her rope from being undercover as dressed as a cowboy dressed as a cowgirl yeah um out on their mission and then they all started kind of looking down at like what? what am I wearing? And we got kind of a who wore it better style. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they kept standing next to each other and then the rest of the heroes would vote on who wore it better. And they would kind of show off their skills almost like they yeah, were video like a- game characters like where you're yeah. selecting your player. Yeah. <laughs> like they would come out, do a pose, show off some of their abilities. Yeah, mixed with like a little like montage of like makeover movies. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Both. I liked yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. Like we had um, the uh, we had the preschool teacher who had a whole bunch of uh, pipe cleaners. And they were able to use mm. those pipe cleaners to fashion uh, a makeshift ladder. Yeah, yes. I'm so glad they have a preschool teacher living in the hero house. <laughs> it really was great. Because um, that Cause was funny. Because the rest of them number were... one heroes. Teachers are our number one heroes. Exactly. And the rest Agreed. of them were all dressed undercover as a profession. But then they had that one kind of, like they'll often have that odd odd person out where yeah. we had gone through the rest of the heroes and then all of a sudden was there like, was this rando were you on the sandwich too like i don't even remember <laughs> <laughs> i can't and she's yeah. like yeah i drank the beer too and i was on the sandwich too and yeah. she's like guys i've been here the whole time ah. <laughs> it's me you're you, it was me your good buddy marcy <laughs> and they were all like i marcy, literally marcy. don't remember ever meeting don't you before I love it. and marcy. they and they did that individually with each person like i don't think i know <laughs> and then it would go to sandra yeah I remember i don't <laughs> and then marcy's just like oh it's because i have one of those faces <laughs> and it's true she's i mean they were perfect because they michelle monaghan played her and she does have one of those faces yeah the whole time i was thinking she was the aunt from uh breaking bad Whoever played her. Oh, I yeah, I don't I watch know it. who that is. I don't know if I, I'm doing the character. Thing. I don't even know if it was know. the same. I don't even know if that is that actress. I don't know either. All I know Michelle Monaghan from is um, Maid of Honor. The Patrick Dempsey um, romance comedy. Oh, where he, falls, he falls in love with his best, best friend. Woman, yeah. Woman friend. Yeah. And that was a good moment where Chicago heroes kind of hammered it home to us that like she had one of those faces where they did a fake movie trailer kind of a thing Mm -hmm. where when she did her intro, they were like, you know her from that one movie with the guy. You might know her from a four episode arc on that TV with the girl (laughs) on that TV. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's who it is. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's funny. Yeah. So I think we should probably get to the biggest twist of all. Um, So all the fun that they're having and they're kind of figuring out their way in a very fun way how to get out of this jam. But there was kind of a wrench thrown into the whole thing. And we are not talking about uh, Tay Diggs having been undercover as a plumber and (laughs) his whole tool belt, utility belt that he had. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about a plot wrench. Yeah. Yes. There's an evil mastermind in the hero headquarters. Yeah, and he's big and he's not little. And uh, this is the wrong time for them to be so small. Well, we're going to get back to what kind of havoc he wrenches on the hero headquarters in one moment. But first, we're going to take a break to hear from our sponsors. Hey, Hero Heads, if you're enjoying this episode about tiny, tiny people, it would mean a big, huge deal to us if you would subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you review us, we'll even read it out loud on the airwaves. Thanks for listening. Back to the app. Okay, so we've got this evil mastermind that comes into the Hero Headquarters, and what I'm thinking when I see him is like, uh uh-oh, that's the wrong time for that. The heroes are small. Are you know? Are they going to be able to get an antidote from science guy John Cena to make themselves big again, or are they going to have to save everyone from the evil mastermind by using their wits while they're still small? That yeah. was really yeah big question in my head. Yeah, um, 
Okay, so Tay Diggs is dressed as a plumber at this point still. I remember I helped him put that outfit together because actually my daughter Molly is dating Tay Diggs. So I helped what? him get that thing together. Sorry, wait, what? Wait, what? My do- um, Molly is dating uh, Tay Diggs. So actually he came over and he's like, I have to dress as a plumber and can you help me get this outfit together? Okay, so it's okay. like I've got yeah. some questions. Um, how, first, <laughs> sure. how, old, how old are you? Okay. I am 31. I'm sorry. Molly is my daughter, but we are the same age because she um, was adopted. I adopted her. um, When she was your same age. Yeah. I adopted her because I married her dad. And then he was kind of an asshole and he left. And then I said, I will adopt you. And we were both 18. But um, is that? Yeah. It's a little weird of a family dynamic. But yeah, it's um, a little So he had to be 35, 38 around that point. Yeah. And now, yeah, how old is... Well, we're 30. When you were 18. Yeah. No, how old is Tay Diggs? How old? Tay Diggs is, I think, 48. I think he's only 15 years older than us. Yeah, I mean, 17. And so, 17 years um, in terms of math. And the... Or did you say that you're 31? Yeah. And he's 47. He's 47. Yeah. Yeah. But that, I mean, that that to you has got to be that age difference has got to be almost nothing compared to from yeah. when you married Molly's dad. Yeah. Yeah. He was old and I was very young. Yeah. Yeah. But that did, I'm, I'm glad that, that it didn't work out and thank God. Yeah. So I'm totally, I don't know why I led with that question. Weird question to lead with in terms of um, your daughter's dating Tay Diggs. And I wondered how old you were. Um, yeah. Cause the bigger deal is, is your daughter dating Tay Diggs. Yeah. I yeah. feel like um, when we were talking about gossip up top and you gave us all that stuff, it was, which is really juicy and really good about yeah, the hospital. I mean, that, and it the could ghosts. be an episode there. It'd be so cool. Yeah, it'd be cool. Um, why, why didn't that come up then? Oh, um, I don't know, because we don't really talk about the show that much when we're together. We like just at kinda, all? Um, I, you know, he knows I like it. He knows I watch it. Uh, and, you know, I do help him. I, you know, I helped him with his plumber costume a bit. Um, he said they didn't. it wasn't realistic enough on set, so I said I would help uh, him I out. I fired the costume and, designer uh, after that. Yeah, yeah, I hope so, too. Um, um, but, yeah, I don't know. I guess I didn't really. He's just a person. So you would say, though, that the costume that you put him in as a plumber that we saw in the episode was yeah. more realistic than where he started at uh yes okay, okay. i do so the bit so the red cap with the big m on it and the bright red <laughs> shirt and the kind of overalls and the all big me. bushy fake mustache <laughs> and everything mm-hmm. yeah all me all that me. was so cool was really thank re- you <laughs> my first thought when i saw it was looks exactly like the only plumber i've ever heard of yeah and i just I just said, oh, that's so cute. Yeah. He walked in. Except you actually them. didn't say it like that. You screamed at the top of your lungs because I even heard it through my headphones. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Sometimes I can't f- figure out how loud or soft I am when I'm wearing my headphones. And I wanted you to hear it. You were like, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, and then I got up. I got up out of my chair and I started running in place, but and my feet were a little bit off the ground. You and were banging your hands against the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, because I thought it was so cute. And oh I'm thinking God. about it now and I'm getting so excited. Now I'm also running off the ground just thinking about how cute it was. Anyway, I don't know how we keep getting off. We keep getting Tay on these tangent, <laughs> tangents that are not really related to the main thing. So your daughter's dating Tay Diggs. So yeah, because I mean, it has, in all the trades, they've been speculating about who is he seeing? Who is he yeah. dating? Yeah, it's been really kind of fun to see it in the paper because it's like a picture of my daughter with just a question mark over her face because she won't sign she won't release any yeah, photos but so. i keep seeing in the in the rags uh that he and uh sandra bullock have been like going out to dinners and stuff and i thought oh my gosh maybe this is a silver screen romance come to life um in um, in this in this um timeline in this reality uh yeah sandra bullock is wonderful too yeah she oh so you've met her yeah 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 she's come over a few times and we just hang out and uh but um huh. how and how is she how but how is that connected to you well her and tay are really close that's all so like brother like sister yeah i would say yeah i would say it's like that yeah huh molly hasn't said anything of like any signs of jealousy or anything so boy i hope not boy do you think sometimes they touch each other on their lower back and i'm like mm, i don't like that that's but normal that's normal um, yeah, look, I'm touching Ben's lower back right now and it yeah. looks normal. It feels not, it, it actually, it feels a little weird if you could stop. Um, okay. Well, it's, he has a knot what's, I would say honestly that what's weirdest is that oh. you can feel that. I mean, <laughs> um, you talked about ghosts, but I'm starting to get some really strange vibes and signs from you in terms of, yeah. um, the paranormal. You see ghosts in the hospital your daughter's face is unable to be photographed, um, which is yeah. really super strange now that I think about it. Yeah. Um, in every single trade, there's just been a weird blank space that makes my eyes and mind go numb when I look at it. Um, and when Sarah's touching my lower back, you are squirming like you can feel it. How do you answer the charges? Ben, I will murder you. Okay, okay. let's get back to the plot. Okay. Um, I- we love okay. We love T Diggs. Um, totally inappropriate. So Bruce Willis, bad guy. He's walking around. Um, oh yeah, we forgot to even say it was Bruce Willis uh, was the evil the mastermind. Bad guy. Yeah. yeah, dressed up like Doctor Robotnik from Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, was and he was in that. He was in that gliding, gliding hover chair kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's so he yeah. so was he was totally in that thing. And his big bushy red mustache looked so much like Tay's uh, um, plumber mustache that yeah. I I I don't know if that was just a coincidence or what, or if you gave Tay an extra. Yeah. I did not Tay give an extra. A, no, I only gave him the black one. How funny is that? That's totally wild. That, um, I did that. I'm sorry. That's no problem. Um, I wish that you would not have tried to smack Sarah's hand away from my lower back. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah. Because knocking stuff all over yeah, the trailer. Stuff over. We don't even have a lot of stuff. So, um, yeah. So Bruce Willis dressed as Doctor Robotnik in the silver thing, kind of hovering around all over, and the heroes see him, but he doesn't see the heroes. No, because he was too busy giving his speech. Yeah, like to the to the hero headquarters, right? He was kind of doing he was doing evil mastermind monologuing, which is a classic mistake. Um, do you want to give us an excerpt of that? Or 
I know you I know you looked it up on IMDb afterwards. Yeah, he was like uh he was like uh Chicago heroes. You merely adopted heroism. I was born in it, molded by it. And all the heroes were kind of um looking at each other and they started kind of whispering, you know, even though they were small. Yeah. Like they were like, I think this is from the Dark Knight. Yeah, they're like, I've heard this before. They were like, This yeah, is from Dark Knight. And yeah, and and Tay was like Tay was like, um, no, it's from Dark Knight Rises. And Sandra was like, dollars to donuts, it's from Dark Knight. Yeah, and then they started bickering about that, which was like kind of sexy and fun. And then Colton and Dylan were like, well, Colton starts going, hey, guys, take a chill. And Dylan goes, goes, hey, let him have this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, then, uh, and then Serena piped up and she was like, no, I'm pretty sure this is from Batman Begins. And then everyone turned to her and they were like, shut up, you weren't even born yet. Yeah. In unison again. Yeah. yeah. They were all like, shut, shut up. up. You, you weren't, weren't even born, born yet. yet. Which when all the small voices together sing, it was just loud enough that, uh-oh. Dr. Robotnik heard it. Yeah. And he said, who dares tell me to shut up? Then they all piped down quiet. Yeah, they all piped down real quiet again. And they all go hide behind the sandwich. Yeah, yeah, it was not a hard hide. I mean, they just yeah, went they're so behind. tiny. Yeah, they went behind. By it. They yeah. were half inch tall, maybe. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they were screaming, trying to get attention before, and that didn't work. You know, it's not yeah. going to happen now. Not, yeah. But yeah. Doctor Robotnik was wearing those big megaphones on both sides of his ears, yeah, so that he was able to get super. And then sound. he also had like that, like you know, magnifying glass on his. So and you, that you was extra dangerous for the yes, heroes. You had to be careful. Yeah, because once he spotted them out. When yeah. they um, tried to come out from behind, because because what they did after that was they uh, was they took they got some rubber bands from off yep. of the uh, idiot office guy's desk, mm-hmm. uh, and they got rubber bands and uh, they unfolded a big uh, paper clip to make a uh, bow and arrow with. Yep. And then they tried to shoot pipe cleaners like arrows at Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, which in retrospect, probably for them was like why. <laughs> It's like, how's that going to hurt him? <laughs> yeah, why would we, unless they caught him straight in the eye or something, but he was wearing the magnifying glass, so it wasn't going in there. And he was able to see them right after, because then he was onto them. Yeah, he and was he like, I them. see, I see, I see you. And he, and, and boy, did he see them, because he started trying to burn them up with the magnifying glass like little ants. Yeah, like they were little yeah. ants. And he even said that. He goes, I will burn you up like ants. One by one, the ants will go marching to, to hell. death and hell. <laughs> and he kind of did two takes. He kind of did. He did do two takes on it. I might have fun when they show them both. Yeah, they showed them you both. Know? They showed them both. Split <laughs> side by side. Uh-huh. Where uh-huh. you saw him do the first one, where he was like to hell, uh-huh. and then he kind of said, "They're like, who wore it better?" <laughs> Yeah, he was like, wait, I want to take that again. And he goes, to death and hell. And he goes, no, 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 I think the first one was maybe was maybe better. What do you think? Looking at the camera guy. <laughs> yeah, slime falls. Yeah, yeah, and then the camera guy kind of swivels out of the way because Bruce Willis's face was so close. Uh, it's yeah, like he because, was a wrestler. Yeah, because his, uh, mm-hmm. his big mustache was basically rubbing up on the camera. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then the all three of the camera guys, uh, we they held up their scores for who wore it better in front of the camera lens. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I th- and because it was back, I thought it was all. Um, <laughs> I had it mixed up. I thought some of the sixes were nines and the nines were sixes because we were seeing it from through the camera. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was funny. Yeah. I actually thought that they gave the second one a higher. Sc- it was funny. 
Yeah, but I like the second one, so I'm glad they kept it in. Yeah, I was a big fan of the first one. Yeah, yeah, but the second one was just like a little bit more specific, which I always like. Anyway, uh and that brings us to uh that brings us to this ep- this week's what's the big idea? Uh and the big idea of this episode was I would say um everybody has something to contribute. Yes. Yes. Um when you're a team, there's no I. And uh, mm-hmm. that and Dr. Robotnik found that out the hard way. Yeah. Because when the they... The deathly way. The deathly way. Yeah. And when they realized that when they sp- spoke in unison, that their voice could be heard, that's a powerful message that to send. That is a powerful home. message. Now that you're saying it, again, you're far more savvy than me and Ben because I was just taking it at face value of just like, oh, when they speak together, their voice is loud and he can hear it. But now I realize that's like a metaphor for like, Teamwork. Everything in teamwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when the Dylan and Colton said to them, like, uh, guys, when we used to play lacrosse, our coach would always tell all of the team, there's no I in team. And yeah. then the whole team, the whole group was kind of like, there's no I in team. There's, there's no, no I in team. team. There's, there's no, no I in team. team. And then they figured out, oh, oh okay, we okay. do we have to shoot. Have to, we do have, have to shoot the pipe cleaner, p- pipe cleaner directly, directly at Doctor Robotnik's, Robotnik's eyes. eyes. And boy, did they! Yeah, they did. <laughs> sure did. It was funny how then, right when he got hit in the eye, then John Cena came in with the anecdote too. Yeah, yeah he, had the <laughs> he came anecdote. in with the anecdote. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he was he was like it was the funniest thing. I was uh, he was like I was coming back from a trip to the Bahamas, and my mom was coming back from a trip to Hawaii. But we both had to fly through the Chicago airport. It was the funniest thing. We had our layovers at the same time. We ended up sitting next to each other on the dang plane, and that's yeah. the anecdote. He did say that right and at then the he, end, and then he. <laughs> And then he had the antidote to to them being shrunk real little. So he had he had kind of a little vial um, of some like very like beautiful like light pink liquid, and he was like, "All right, uh, I'm gonna dump this on you and make you big again." And um, with he then he tripped on. Dr. Robotnik's um, fallen frame on the ground and he spilled some of the vial of the antidote. And uh, all the heroes, they slip slided into it and they were, what was actually crazy was they were all like, I'm drowning, I'm drowning. Yeah. Um, And he was like, no, you're supposed to drink, drink it. You're supposed to drink it. And then they start going... And then they get they get real big. Yeah, they be got real big. Yeah, (laughs) and uh, and Tay turns to John Cena and he goes, he goes, John, tell me the truth. (laughs) Was that just Pepto Bismol? And John Cena goes, according to my calculations, (laughs) uh, yeah. And then it did a Looney Tunes and that's and then uh, it zoomed and right in the center of the circle it 
showed uh, Dr. Robotnik's eye through his magnifying glass, and uh, he says, that's all, folks. And that's the app. Yeah. That's how the app went. Good one. It was great. It was if my you, favorite so far. Was it your favorite? I think it's that's my what, favorite so far. That's what I, I was just going to ask. Yeah. You had to score this on a score. I think like sometimes they like they go in so many different places around the city. It's mm-hmm. sometimes nice to just be like, this was all in the building where they worked. Like they yeah. still got it, you know, no matter where they go, even if they don't leave, they have, you know, a problem to solve. Now, when you were in college and your roommate was calling you the undertaker because <sighs> you got out of the shower and your hair was wet and your makeup was all over, yeah. was your roommate your daughter, Molly, because you adopted her when you were 18? Yeah, we did end up rooming together. Um, uh, it was not. It was a third roommate, um, mm-hmm. Sarah. She was a real cunt. Um, uh, and we got we got rid of her quick, so mm-hmm. got rid of her. Mm-hmm. How? The details? Yeah, sure. Um, That's what the podcast is for. Just take us through the top 10 details. Okay, top 10 details. Um, you know what? I've had a blast here, so I think I will let you guys know. I Molly and I are poltergeists, um, and we destroyed her through haunting. Uh, you just haunted her out of there? Yeah, we haunted her out of there, um, and we... But like in a, like a scarier way. Sure. Technically, I'm haunting right now. But okay. You, know, you um, can't. You know. I my spine is tingling. Okay. Yeah, my spine is tingling yeah. as well. Um, I'm sorry. I don't actually need you to go through the rest of the the details. Maybe. Um, ben, don't you're polter, shaking. Don't poltergeists come through televisions? Yes. Okay. I watch a lot of TV. I'm Me just too. starting to get a little bit worried. I feel really itchy. And stick to my tummy. Ben, you're, are you paralyzed? Are you frozen? I'm not paralyzed. I'm just thinking about <laughs> others who might be in peril. Um, so I'm frozen by worry. Oh, yeah, I'm worried too. Are you a good poltergeist or a bad poltergeist? I'm a good poltergeist when I want to be. You've been a really good guest on the podcast. You, I've truly loved this show and I love you guys. Tell us one thing. Are you going to hurt Tay? I will not hurt Tay. Does Tay know that Molly is a poltergeist? No. What if we told him? I will haunt your trailer. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. We won't tell Tay. Thank you. Yeah, and the uh, the joke is on you because our TVs don't even work half of the time. Yeah. yeah. So you won't even be. Able and we to... actually watch it all on our laptops anyway, so it's not even an, even a TV. It's not even a TV. Yeah, it's, it's actually been a, a real. It's actually been a real problem for poltergeists. Uh, yeah, is the lack of televisions. Yeah. The even those flat revolution. screens are not really great for us. Uh, yeah. They're too thin. Um, so it's kind of me and Molly for most of the time. It's been fun at the hospital. I will say that it's yeah. been fun seeing. Seeing your friends. Ghosts and other people coming through to the other side. It's been nice. Yeah. 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 That's been my real, it's been a treat. I just remembered that you tried to pitch a show that starred ghosts at the beginning of this episode. Oh. Yes. Hmm. I think there's a misconception that ghosts want to get over to the other side of death. And that's not true. We live happy, fulfilling lives here on earth wherever we are and um yeah and if i had a television show called like like ghost hunters but like not in like that fake hoaxy way that ghost the real ghost hunters does yeah which i hate it's it's just people with green green light okay yeah 
um, you know, I could find uh, like more friends, more community that like understands what I'm going through, understands what it's like to get angry and, you know, break every mirror in a house yeah. <laughs> by so accident. So is you coming here on this podcast and telling us this? I mean, is that breaking the rules? Is that going against ghost protocol? For a long time, yes, it would be. But with this whole television crisis, I'm okay breaking that rule. And hopefully our two worlds can live in peace. Well, I, can... I mean, you do seem like a nice poltergeist. Ben, you don't look convinced. It sounds like a cry for help to me. And we're always listening. Yeah. We're listening. I'm listening. And if you're listening to our podcast right now, uh, <laughs> then good. Uh, <laughs> Keep on listening, and when you're finished, leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Uh, remember to review the show, and you might get your review featured during the sponsorship segment. Well, uh, thank you so much, Colleen, for uh, unburdening yourself. Uh, hopefully, uh. you can let us carry a little bit of your load uh, and uh, rest easy for the rest of this yeah. episode here, at least. Do you have to work construction? Or do you just do that for fun? Oh, I just do that for fun. Oh. It's fun tearing things down. That's cute. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much. Thank for you for having me. Oh, I had yeah. such an amazing time. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. So we do have um, a few, just a few things left here. Yeah, um, a few uh, housekeeping items. Yeah. <laughs> known um, as our game segment and um, the rescue report and all the other good things that we do every episode yeah so let's do this next uh segment which is honestly if i had to say probably one of my favorites Ugh. um i do i love this one yeah i love it every time that we do it um and this time is no different uh so we're going to uh maybe it's just in honor of the theme of this episode where big folks got shrunk uh we're gonna play a little game called too low too high just or just right can't go under it can't go under it can't go over it can't go over it have to walk through it have to walk through it uh, so the way that this game is going to work is uh, I'm going to give you guys a number. Okay. All right. Okay. And uh, you play the game by telling me if it's too low, too high, or just right. For is everybody. What? Oh, sorry. Uh, let me explain the rules again. So the game is called Too Low, Too High, or Just Right. Uh -huh. So I'll give you a number. And then uh, you play the game by telling me if the number is too low, too high, or just right. Oh, okay. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Got it. Okay, okay. great. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started here. Uh, we're going to start off uh, with... Is everybody ready to play? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So just shout out your answer when you have it. Two. Too low. Just right. Ooh, too bad. It was actually... The number we were looking for was one uh, because the category was the loneliest number. Okay, mm. uh, next round. Three. Too high. Too low. Sorry, three is just right. The category is company. Okay, uh, next up we have four. Just right. Just right. Uh, unfortunately, four is too high. Uh, we were looking for three because the category is a crowd. Uh, so next up we have five. 
Um, too high. Too high. Nope. Five is just right. The category is which number is the mambo? Okay. Next up, we have six. Just right. Just, just, um, just too high. It is just too high. Nice job, Sarah. Oh, thank you. Uh, the category was um, how many times does Ben fold? Five. Okay. Uh, next up, we have seven. Just right. Just right. Nice. You guys both got that one. Hit it on the head. Yes. Uh, the category is how many nations army would it take to hold me back? Uh, <laughs> next up, we have eight. I'm trying to think of a um, Too high. Just right. Oh, Megan got it. It's too high. Uh, the number was eight. We were looking for yes. how many fold times is the band Avenged Sevenfold was avenged. Next up, we have nine. Uh, just right. Too low. That one is too high. Uh, mm-hmm. Nine is too high. We were looking for eight because, of course, we know that's how many days are oh, in a week. week. Mm. Okay. So these are all music things. No, they're not all music things. Okay. The, mm. Okay. We have Let's go to the next one. Ten. Just right. It is too high. Because we're looking for nine. The category is inch nails. Okay. Uh, these are all music things, Ben. They're not all music things. Here's the next one. 84. Just right. Just right. No. Uh, oh, it is just right. We were looking for the number of Grammys Bruno Mars should have gotten in 2017. <laughs> There are 84 categories in the Grammys. Bruno hey, Mars won six Grammys. I don't mean to keep uh, that's a whopper of a snub. I don't keep, mean to keep bringing this up, but every single one has been about music. They're not all music things. 100. Too high. Too low. We're looking for just right. It's the number of retweets I demand, or I'm going to do something really bad to myself. Next up, we have uh, 183. Too high. It is too high, exactly, because we were looking for, uh, oh, I'm sorry, actually, it is just right. We were looking for the next blink after the most popular one. <laughs> That's a music one again. They're not all music ones. Sarah. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> okay, next up we have um, 311. Uh, just right. Just right. Uh, correct. We were The category is name of a band that rhymes with Rhea Revan. Um, <laughs> next up we have 500 um, just right just right that's would, how many miles I would walk you would think yeah and you would think that be, a lot of people think that it's actually a thousand it is actually a thousand because Too the category well. is you would think that but it's how many miles total <laughs> to walk mm-hmm. down to fall down at your door oh I would walk 500 miles and I would, I would walk, walk 500, 500 more. more so it's too low It's a, the number is a thousand exactly okay next up we have um, 525,600 <laughs> Just right, just right, just right. Yeah, just right, just right. Unfortunately, it's much too high. Um, Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred is my uncle Charlie's cholesterol. Um, is that a band? No, no, no. no it's not a band. Um, my uncle Charlie got his cholesterol taken. It was five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred. Um, doctor said even if your cholesterol is three hundred, it would kill you. Maybe I'll meet him one of these days. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you might meet him. Um, in hell. In hell. Okay, uh, next up we have um, uh, 867-5308. Uh, 
<laughs> Too low. <laughs> just right. Uh, it is just right, because we were looking for the number you would be most likely to dial if you were trying to dial Jenny, but your finger slipped. Um, <laughs> I hate this. Uh, and uh, finally, we have... Um, Finally, we have uh, 101. Just right. Too high. Fortunately, it's just right. That's how many retweets I got. Um, so everything's okay. Um, Phew. Good. Anyway, that has been uh, Too Low, Too High, or Just Right. Moving on, let's uh, move on to uh, my favorite segment. Favorite segment. Yeah. Uh, You know what time it is. It's time for the rescue report. All right, hero heads, let's count them up. Let's see how many people were saved in this episode. It was pretty contained to a small surface area in the hero head house, but there are still some folks that made it out alive. Um, Seems like Dr. Robotnik didn't die, so he's saved. He was saved. Yeah, I think he mainly got stunned. <clears throat> yeah, and then there was like a post-credit sequence before the next on when we saw the dog getting brought back to Big, so the dog was mm-hmm. saved. Um, John Cena's career was saved when he brought the anecdote and the antidote back to the hero house. I also feel like... In the lunchroom, right when they got shrunk, in the background you could see there was a Christian saving souls, like praying, and I feel like there must have been 15 people listening to him. Yeah. So So those are 15 15 souls saved. Yeah, I mean, he had his soapbox, he was standing up on it, Mm -hmm. waving the good book. Um, Mm -hmm. He did, I would say, he was kind of going every other, he was damning a lot of souls to hell too. Yeah, that's um, true. For their sins. Maybe maybe it's seven. Um, he was kind of doing a "you get saved, you get damned, you get saved, you get damned" kind of a yeah. thing. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, you're right. Yeah. I was so worried about them being small. I, that's a good detail. You're good at that. But it but it it, it is point um, well taken because for all we know, every single one of those people would have been damned without him. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Oh. Huh. We should send that off huh. to the writers. That would be a great episode title. I agree. But as we've said. They know what they're doing. We don't get Yeah, we tell don't them ever anything. do that. So And I think it's safe to say that three other folks were saved in this episode. And that's well, you know what? It's actually two folks were saved. Me and Ben. I don't know. Um given that you're a poltergeist, I'm not quite Yeah. Well, seeing that I'm still here, I've definitely not been saved. Yeah, so, so it's too just bad. two of us. But Good point. I I'm happy to be here. So Yeah, we're happy to have you. Thank you. And we are especially happy to have you for our penultimate segment, which was the rescue report. Well, that's been our penultimate segment, so let's move along to our ultimate segment, uh, which is the next week on. Uh, so uh, next week on, that was over in Sarah's wheelhouse uh, today, so I'll just uh, hand the reins over to her for this ultimate <laughs> segment next week on. Uh, I... <clears throat> so I didn't I didn't watch it and I think once I explain to you why you'll you'll sort of understand um <clears throat> I I know it was my turn to watch it this week but you had already gotten up and like gone out of the trailer um to go talk to somebody or to like go make a phone call or something or um to d- do whatever you needed to do but I um 
I stayed inside and I was going to watch it, but then I remembered, I flashed back to earlier in the morning when I was reading um, my horoscope and it said that I need to do a better job of focusing on the present and not worrying about the future. Oh my God. Are you a cancer? That's what cancers always worry about. No, I'm a Taurus sun, cancer moon, cancer rising. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Mm Yeah. 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 Um, So you gotta be fucking kidding me. Okay. You wouldn't have done it either if it were your horoscope. I had to take a nap. You went out of the trailer to take a nap? Yeah. I went out of the trailer to take a nap. Where? Oh, okay. Where'd you nap? I can't sleep in there with you reading your horoscope all the time. Okay, but I was just, I was sitting in front of the laptop and I wasn't even reading my horoscope. I can hear it in my head when you read. Okay, well, don't you want to know? I read you your horoscope. Don't you know, want to know like what your thinking and communication is going to be like in, in that day? Or how your ego and identity is going to be affected by the stars? Moving on. That's been our ultimate segment. Classic fucking Sagittarius. Next week on. Are you a Sagittarius? No comment. Let's move on to our... That was me actually asking. Ultimate, ultimate segment. The Ray Romano Memorial promo section. I'd like to thank Colleen Spellacy for coming on our show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You've been such a great guest. Um, we got. We should try to get more ghosts on the show. You've really represented your people, I guess, really well. Your community. Your community. Um, so we thank can't you. thank you enough. Uh, but as a small token of our thank you, we'd like to give you a moment to uh, just uh, use our enormous platform that we have yes, here yes. Um, okay. to share something with people that you'd like them to see, to listen to, to check out, um, whatever that may be. Okay. Um, yes, I would like to promote, um, I think my Instagram stories. Um, I am going into the woods for the next five days and I'm just going to be taking tons of video there and then uploading it all when I get back. And I think I'll do it through the Instagram story motif. Sure. And, uh, just follow me on there. And if you're listening to this, when it comes out hero heads, uh, that'll probably already have been uploaded. So just hop right over to, uh, social and check that out. Um, check out those sweet, sweet vines on Instagram. Yep. Um, and what was the handle that they could check that out at, uh, Colleen? Yeah, Brennan underscore Meg. Oh. So B-R-E-N-N-A-N underscore M-E-G. And that is Colleen Spellacy's, uh vine handle over there on Instagram. Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that has been, uh, was there anything else that you wanted to share? No, that's it. Great. Wow, that's exciting. Um, well, thanks so much for, for coming on. And uh, that has been the Ray Romano Memorial promo section. So uh, as ever, R.I.D. Rest, rest in Deborah. Smells like courage. Yeah. Ha. Hey, Hero Heads, thanks for listening. Uh, please do remember to uh, rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and honestly, the best thing that you can do for us is tell a friend how much you love the show so that they will check it out. Uh, thanks and catch you next week. We love you. Bye-bye. Ha!